The following episode of The Walking Dead Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios. Matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates, Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook, and you'll be helping to support The Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now, we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead podcast. Now here's the part where I'm supposed to say uh, we have a great show for you tonight. I can't say that. I love it's a great show. You know, secondly, why raise expectations? What I should be saying is, eh, the show's so-so. And if it's good, you can be surprised. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It's the Walking Dead podcast. Got any advice for me? Yeah, I'd say make a run for it. This is the Walking Dead podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Walking Dead television show on AMC and the Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. So sit back, relax, and join the herd. And hell followed with him. Hello, and welcome to episode 229 of the Walking Dead podcast. Today we'll be covering the first two episodes of season 10, Lines We Cross and We Are the End of the World. I'm Mr. Gary, and here with me as always is Scott. How's it going, sir? Scott? Scott? I'm starting to get a complex, man. I feel like Dave from the Chipmunks. Theodore. Simon. Alvin. I mean, I guess I'll try one more time. Hey, Scott, you there, man? Dang. I guess he's really not here. Well, I guess we might as well get on to the housekeeping. I don't know what you were doing grabbing and kissing me like that. I'm a little surprised myself. I have to get somewhere. I'll see you later, Hank. Really hope. Scott. Yeah. You're full of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, friends, that little skit was honestly just an excuse to use that you're full of shit clip for probably the last time in a while. Those of you who follow our Facebook group know that my co-host Scott recently made the hard decision to leave our show. I just wanted to take a moment here to acknowledge, of course, my dear friend Scott for all the effort and hard work he put into making this show not just a fun, entertaining, and knowing our friend Scott informative show for all of you, but a fantastic experience for me to do with him. Thanks for the memory, Scott. I hope to wrangle you back in here for the finale, or at least some stuff during the hiatus, but again, friends, you know if you're on our Facebook group, but I've said I'll be rolling solo for now. It just doesn't feel right to rush out and find someone else. Another co-host, you know, just wouldn't be the same. So, Scott, till next time, my dude, we miss you. Now that we've dealt with the hard stuff, here's the typical boilerplate. 
As always, we encourage you to get active and participate with our Walking Dead community. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast, is pretty active. We share lots of memes and the big Walking Dead news pieces that come through. Also, any comments or emails that we get sent in at twdpodcast at gmail.com are regularly pulled out to be discussed live on the show. Also, guys, we keep on mentioning this game, Walking Dead No Man's Land. If you join us on Death Squad Z and the clans in the game, you can play with me, Scott, a bunch of other friends, and the more of us that play together, the more stuff we get for free, including characters, weapons, and exclusive stuff you see on the show and you get to play through the missions from each episode it's really kind of fun so check it out guys again that's death squad z is our clan on walking dead no man's land do you like what we do here but you don't feel like joining in go to audibletrial.com dead to get a free audiobook on us your free trial can get you walking dead content like the governor series to keep the twd adventure going outside of our show plus you can cancel any time for free and you won't owe a dime unless you end up you know, driving or listening a lot and fall in love with it like me and decide to keep it. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D. Now, let's go on and see if there's any news in the Walking Dead world. Well, gang, uh, bear with me. We have a lot of news since we last recorded with the Season 9 finale in March, so I'm going to run through the big headlines. In July, The Walking Dead comic ended surprisingly with issue 193 after 16 years. Robert Kirkman stated, I got to tell my story exactly how I wanted to and ended on my own terms, with no interference along the way, at any point. That's such a rare thing, and it doesn't exist without the unyielding support this series got from readers like you. So thank you so much. My take on that is much how, like I'm glad one of my favorite shows, Supernatural on the CW, which has had a long run itself and is now wrapping up on its own terms, although they could easily do a few more years just like the comic if they wanted. I'm glad the creator was allowed to play out pretty much everything they wanted to and end on their own terms, while still getting to have many years of success. So kudos, Mr. Kirkman. Renewed for season 11 already? That's right, earlier this month, The Walking Dead was renewed prior to its season 10 premiere for an 11th season next year. My take? I mean, that's good stuff. We worry about the franchise getting long in the tooth even though the showrunners and AMC continue to preach that they'll keep The Walking Dead running for decades, seasons and seasons and seasons. Our kids and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and ancestors and aliens and everybody in the world and the universe is gonna know about Walking Dead, because that's just what happens. Even though they say that, we're a little worried. And that's understandable because the ratings keep dropping, the comic has ended, and Walking Dead doesn't seem to be the global phenomenon it once was. But it's good to see the press continuing to throw support behind it. Uh, where did they go? Next up, guys, the untitled Walking Dead movie is coming to theaters. In San Diego Comic-Con this July, they show that the previously announced Walking Dead spin-off feature films, those ones featuring the return of Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes since he left the show last year, will only be exclusively in theaters. We still don't know much about the movies, except they showed a small teaser from Comic-Con featuring the helicopter that took away Rick Grimes last season heading towards a city skyline with tall buildings. Walking Dead producer Scott Gipple said that the plan is for them to be awesome, standalone zombie flicks that will have very little to do with the main show. They will tie in, maybe have some cameos, none of that's announced yet, but it's meant to draw in new fans to check out the expanded universe of Walking Dead content. Production is expected to begin this year, so the flick is likely to be released next year during 2020, the 10-year anniversary of the TV show. My take on this, <laughs> this ain't no TV movie, folks. Again, we knew the movie was coming. Uh, Scott and I, if you've listened to the show for a while, have talked ad nauseum on our thoughts about the movie. The potential is there 
for it to wow new and old fans alike, to revitalize Walking Dead as a franchise, especially if it's timed well with our next news piece. Will it be the huge shot in the arm they're looking for? Honestly, even as a fan and an undying optimist, it's not likely. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. It's a good sign that the suits at AMC have a lot of interest in supporting The Walking Dead and are giving it every possible chance to succeed. <laughs> The newly announced second Walking Dead spin-off is our next news piece here. For those of you that haven't heard, Amazon Prime Video is producing a new Walking Dead spin-off, expecting to release on their platform in spring of next year, 2020. Guys, if you want to avoid any potential spoilers for the next spin-off of Walking Dead, skip forward for a little bit, but the official plot synopsis reads, The new series will feature two young female protagonists, and it will focus on the first generation to come of age in the apocalypse as we know it. Some will become heroes. Some will become villains. In the end, all of them will be changed forever. Grown up and cemented in their identities, both good and bad. Ten episodes have been ordered so far under the working title, Monument. Walking Dead Uber producer Scott Gipple says, It's people coming of age, but on a quest of sorts. The quest aspect makes it very different beyond the fact that these kids are unlike characters we've seen before. They've grown up in all of this, but they've also grown up in relative safety. So they're not aware of the world and all the walkers, and they've grown up behind walls, so they're not out there mixing it up with the walkers and dangers. The young cast so far includes Alia Royale, Alexa Mansour, Annette Mahendru, Nicholas Cantu, Hal Cumston, and Nico Totorella. I mean, you already know my take on this one, guys. Honestly, my first thought was, really? Another spinoff? Now? With ratings where they are? What? But then, I thought about it. AMC, Skybound, and the folks behind Walking Dead are obviously trying to give the franchise a big push. And when you look at it as a whole, their plan is pretty solid. Walking Dead, after a few years, got solidified as a pop culture icon. Then they gave Fear the Walking Dead a few years to develop its own solid following and cement itself the first spinoff of the show. And now they're launching a third spinoff on a popular online platform like Amazon, which means they're splitting the bill slash risk, which is really smart business-wise, and launching a feature film in theaters in the same year, which is also their 10th anniversary as a TV franchise. All the while, they're continuing with Talking Dead airing after all the shows, new web series each year, video games, mobile games and content, tons of extras and merchandise and games and toys, and the launch pad for it all, the comic book series, until this year. <coughs> Just building up the franchise the whole time. Frankly, I don't know if it will all work. Part of me worries that all of this stuff being greenlit and in various stages of production, they may pull the plug if ratings continue to drop like they have and, you know, viewership continues to leave. But we shall see. Did you see Joker yet? I thought Joaquin Phoenix's performance was amazing. I give it 10 stars. And now, folks, the big one, the big story that I've been saving for last. Skip ahead if you want to avoid a minor spoiler for this season of Walking Dead, probably the back half of the season. But again, it's a very minor spoiler, and it's been all over the news cycle for, I think, a few weeks now. But guys, it's official. Lauren Cohan slash Maggie Ree will return this season. Earlier this month at New York Comic Con, Lauren Cohan came out on stage at a Q&A as quote-unquote Jason Negan. <laughs> her take on Negan wearing a hockey mask like the killer Jason, but of course, I forget if she had a machete or her version of Lucille, but anyways, she came out in costume with a mask to announce her return to Walking Dead later this season. 
No details yet, but speculation based on filming and how far they've gotten so far, she's probably going to come in the back half of this year, starting in, you know, January, February, whenever they start. Either way, she's coming back soon, and we can't wait. My take on this one, guys, again, I think it's a no-brainer. Aside from being super pumped to have her back, you know, bummer for her show Whiskey Tango that started last year getting cancelled, realizing she's likely coming back in the spring just bolsters my ideas about 2020. Again, 10 years of Walking Dead on TV, it's a big anniversary, and if they can pull this whole thing off, keep pushing out good content, it might just work. Picture it, fellow Walking Deadheads. Season 10 ending in 2020, with the return of Lauren Cohen, who is a fan favorite, and pretty much an OG, the launch of a new spinoff on the popular streaming platform on Amazon, and a Walking Dead movie in theaters featuring the return of the main character of the franchise, Rick Grimes, all in the anniversary year. I mean, guys, I hope for the best. This just seems like almost too good to be true if you're a Walking Dead fan. It's just, it's incredible. And finally, the main event, our double episode recap of the beginning of season 10, the premiere Lines We Cross in episode 2, We Are the End of the World. Talking Dead. What? Are you ready to go inside the dead? Yeah! Here's some inside info that you can't get anywhere else. Okay! If this is the first time listening to our show, guys, welcome. If not, you know how we do things here. I'll go through the episodes, give kind of a brief summary through my comments, but it's always been kind of a more flow of thoughts kind of thing. So I'll go through what I liked and disliked and mention things about the episode, and you'll get kind of an overall synopsis of the episode. So if you haven't seen it yet, there will be spoilers for sure. Basically, I just go through the episode and talk about what I like or dislike. So here we go. First up, the premiere of season 10, Lines We Cross. The military-style training day sequence led by Aaron and Michonne was a good scene and nice progression for the gang. Even though the winter is long gone and the Whisperers haven't been seen in a while, they're still taking things seriously and stepping up their game with a phalanx-style military formation, shields, and archers. And the zombie slice in action from Michonne and Judith's sassy shots looked awesome and were rad to see. And the big reveal during the training, Whisperer's skin mask, shows their foes aren't necessarily as gone as they had hoped, which was an exciting way to set the season into motion. Aaron's attitude, tired of being the quote-unquote nice guy, is understandable, and it's definitely important for his typically kind, cheerful character's growth to have some moments of anger, sadness, frustration, and doubt. But I'm with Michonne, man! He was just being stupid! I hope it doesn't continue for too long, and he takes Michonne's advice to channel it into something worthwhile instead of foolishly lashing out. The next thing up is the whole weird Rosita love square? She has Sadiq's baby while in a relationship with Padre Gabe, and Eugene is doing most of the work when he's not creeping while Rosita breastfeeds. I mean, I'm not sure if I hate this whole dynamic or think it's hilarious. This week, I think I was mostly annoyed by it. I'm not sure if they were playing it for comedic relief, trying to show how relationships could realistically be in the apocalypse, or just wanted to torture me specifically with how dang awkward it was. Hopefully, Eugene gets tied up with the new toy he acquires later in the episode. That's all I'm saying for this season. Uh, another awkward love triangle. Carol returns from sea. Apparently, she dipped ever seeing her and Ezekiel's son Henry's head on a pike, leaving both her former husband and quote-unquote best friend behind. Ezekiel's reunion with her on the dock was just plain off-putting to me, man. 
King Zeke came off as awkward, presumably he was very excited to see her and got a bit weird, and Carol not only seemed uninterested, but got legitimately giddy at the sight of Daryl right after passing him by. I felt bad for the old king, but maybe I was supposed to? And then the whole reunion with Carol and Daryl, it it was nice to see them together again, I gotta be honest, they bantered just like old times. I liked that Daryl tried to convince Carol to stay, and got her to at least ponder the duo running away together. I was really excited to see where their story goes. Also, Daryl and Connie? Interesting. Is it going anywhere? I mean, I kinda hope so. A minor thing too for the episode, but the interaction with Negan and Lydia was pretty cool. They're both formerly bad outcasts, so it makes sense but it makes me pumped to see more Negan this season. I mean, what else is new, guys, right? I'm pumped to see what else they have him do, and hopefully he squares up with another big bad, Alpha. Maybe they can share some advice on manipulating people and being douchebags. The fireball! We found out we're a Russian satellite, and that was a cool story point. Not only did I like the threats it posed, but the shot of the gang putting out the fire with their ragtag method surrounded by raging flames and smoke, it was really freaking cool. And it was neat that they talked it out as a community, deciding together that they should risk the threat to put out the fire. And I'm glad Michonne agreed in the end that they should recover the satellite. That could really bring about some cool advances with Eugene's tinkering. It didn't matter if they were sighted in Whisper or Land anyway, because... Of my next point. That last shot, with Carol spotting Alpha in her territory, and Alpha staring her down menacingly. What a cool way to end the episode. No words, just a stunning look from Carol, and some shock that turns to hatred and rage from Alpha. Very well acted, and dramatic AF. Overall, I think it was a pretty good start to the season. Got the gang back together, and relaunched the threat of the Whisperers gearing towards, hopefully, a final confrontation in Season 10. I think I'll give this one a uh, 7 out of 10. Before we launch into the next episode to see where the story is headed for Season 10, you can find many more stories with our sponsor, Audible. Using our link, audibletrial.com dead, you'll get a free trial from the leading audio content provider. And a free audiobook! You can enjoy everything from biographies to fiction to comedy specials. I drive a lot, so I in particular enjoy books from some of my favorite personalities, like Kevin Smith and even Talking Dead Zone, Chris Hardwick. It's truly a special and unique experience to hear a book read by the person who wrote it, or to hear a story read dramatically by a professional. Check out audibletrial.com com slash dead to get an audiobook free for nothing and help support the show. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash D-E-A-D. Now on to episode 2 of season 10, We Are the End of the World. Going into this one, I knew we'd have more flashbacks to show Alpha's progression at some point, even though it's not something I was looking forward to so much. I really like how they did it. And also unexpected, but a pleasant surprise, was the way they Batman v superman did up. AKA putting Beta and the Whisperer's origin into it too. I gotta shout out Beta's original look. Vulture called it a poor man's Jason. It was pretty classic, am I right? It shows off his savager pretty well too. My next point, if you followed the show for a while, you've probably know that I like it when there's duality to point out in a Walking Dead episode, and this one had a few. In the flashback with Beta where Alpha kills his zombified former friend, it shows Beta freaking out after he's killed, similar to how Alpha does later in the present day, when he confronts her about Lydia's weird bunny doll shrine she has, and jabs at her that the newly promoted Gamma can't replace her girl. Also, in that beta initiation flashback, it shows how Alpha thinks you can only learn to survive in the world by killing your own blood. I kind of love that delivery from Alpha, which we saw again in the episode prior to Gamma's promotion. Speaking of, Thora Birch is pretty awesome as Gamma so far. It was pretty metal of her to kill her own sister for her quote-unquote greater good of the Whispers. I'm really interested to see her dynamic with the gang going forward. Also, really cool to see the little girl from Hocus Pocus get some action in a horror-themed TV show. Pretty awesome. You guys also know I love pointing out the framing dynamics, and the framing of ending the episode with the same shot from the premiere from Alpha's perspective of her and Carol locking eyes at the end of the episode was a really nice touch. 
Overall, I actually like this episode more than the premiere. Maybe partially because I expected not to dig the Whisper origin so much. I mean, I don't know. The flashbacks, I thought it was a bit heavy, but I really love the character moments. A solid 7.5 out of 10. I gotta say, before I go on here, I just happened to end up viewing and doing a podcast on the first two episodes back-to-back the way things worked out, and I'm kinda glad I did. Kinda feels like one extended premiere if you watch it back-to-back, especially with the framing at the end of Carol and Alpha of Locking Eyes, and they really end up showing where both groups are now at the beginning of the season. And it has me pumped for episode three. Uh, do you want a sandwich or meat tonight? Okay guys, now that I've covered my thoughts on the episodes, it's time to see what you guys sent in to us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. First up on the Facebook, I made a post about the difficult decisions Scott made to leave the show, and I really appreciate that a few of our friends of the show took the time to leave a few comments to Scott. First up was Sim. Sim wrote, You'll be missed, Scott. Sim from England.co.uk, which is a little inside joke we had from a long, long time ago. Next up was Sam. Sam says, hey, it's shows like yours that keep the franchise going. Not sure if that's a good or bad thing, but I'm glad you're going to try to keep going. Thanks for so many hours of great podcasts, Scott. I blame Brexit. Sam, UK. Sam, that's a great one. Chris wrote, safe journey, Scott. Thanks for your time with us and sharing in our joy of TWD. Thumbs up, Chris, UK. And lastly, Herberto wrote, I remember hearing you both argue about the show's maturity all throughout season 1 and season 2 and further on. Scott, you definitely brought a great deal of enthusiasm when talking about TWD. We'll miss you. But stop to say hi on the podcast. I'm with Herberto here, Scott. You dang well better pop on this podcast at some point here. Anyways, thank you Sim, Sam, Chris, and Heriberto for your wonderful comments and uh, giving a second just to show our support for Scott. Next up on the Facebook, I shared the news that Walking Dead was already renewed for a season 11 at New York Comic Con before season 10 even started. And we got a few comments on this one. Robert said, hey, why didn't they burn the Horde? Why didn't they burn the Horde? That must be a reference to the show. I, I can't really think of what Horde you're talking about. Um... Sorry, dude. James wrote, Stopped watching when Carl died! Show went to crap! I mean, James, brother, there's plenty of folks like you that have left the show for multiple reasons. Uh, We talked here a bunch about how a lot of people left after Negan's season opener, understandably. But yeah, Jaina wrote a comment that I'm going to save for our discussion on the first few episodes. Tyrone wrote, Walking Dead has confirmed they don't plan to end a show. And Tyrone, that is definitely true. The uh, higher-ups, as I mentioned earlier on in the news segment, have constantly said that they plan for Walking Dead to go as long as possible, forever and ever and ever. And Norman Reedus himself has said, I'm going to be on the show until I die, and stuff like that. Who knows? I like to think optimistically and hope that that happens, but... It seems like it's too good to be true. And we always worry with the ratings dwindling and cast members leaving here and there. Is the show really going to last that long? But hey, stranger things have happened. And it's 10 years going and it's still the top thing on cable. So we'll see. Heidi wrote, maybe a spoiler alert, don't read. Oh, okay. Heidi, I guess, <laughs> agreed with our friend James. She said, Is the show still good since they killed off Carl? I honestly can't watch since then. I didn't realize so many people were so attached to Carl over the rest of the cast, but yeah, Heidi. Like with pretty much every major change The Walking Dead has had in the past, you know, gaining and losing cast members, set changes, location changes, big bads, all the different things that have happened. I honestly gotta say, yeah, I think the show is still good. 
Is it as great as it was? That's kind of subjective. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But overall, I think it's still a quality show. I think they're doing new and interesting things. And I think they still have a lot of potential for the future. I, for one, am excited to see where it goes. But as you can see <laughs> through some of the comments we have here, not everybody is on board. So, who knows? Eriberto writes in again to say, Originally, Carl was to grow up with the show... Okay, originally, Carl was to grow up with show aired throughout the years and become the new leader. Since Carl died, I stopped watching. Maybe I'll watch it again. Roberto, you and Heidi and James, I'm really surprised. Even in our, you know, I say little community, we have 5,000 so people on the Facebook group. But I'm, I'm honestly surprised that that many people were that shaken with the loss of Carl. I really... Dang, of course, this has to be the one Scott stopped on. I'm really curious what Scott and some other people that I... I really know and respect their opinion about Walking Dead would think because obviously I'm doing a show about the Walking Dead. I'm going to keep watching regardless. I'm in till it ends at this point, probably. I think honestly having a show about Walking Dead that makes me watch it week to week is kind of a good thing because Scott and I have both talked before. There has been moments where the show almost lost us. We might have just given up had we not had to do a podcast on it. Scott has so many personal things going on right now, even though he still does kind of like the show and would like to do the podcast and we have a great time together, he had to stop. But that was more due to personal reasons. That wasn't due to a character leaving the show or, um, you know, a change on the show that affected him. So I guess I'm probably going to make another post about this guys here soon and maybe it'll be a discussion topic for later on that, you know, we can kind of all join in together. But honestly, I didn't realize it was that big of a deal to people that Carl was gone. Obviously, it was a big loss to the show. He was one of the original cast members that were still left. But, uh, yeah. Eriberto, I would recommend you give it a shot. I don't know, personally, if I would start wherever you left or start now. I, I would say probably start where you left and see kind of what's happened since then. Or at least read some synopses or something or a YouTube catch-up video or something like that. And then try watching the show again. I think there's enough good there that it's worth a shot for you. But... It might not be for you. That's the great thing about TV and film, folks. It's all subjective. Roberto, uh, James, Heidi, check the show out again. That's all I can say. It might not be for you. You might not want to. You might not do it. But, you know, I say give it a shot. Okay, next up, I made a post asking for comments about the premiere, and our friend Sam wrote in to say, Hey, great to see you back. Basically an okay episode. Decent for nowadays, but compared to the show we all loved, it is a shadow. It's a bit like an old friend who has done something to disappoint you. We will always have that connection, but things will never quite be the same. Sam Ipswich UK. Sam, I, I kind of agree with you. As far as Walking Dead premieres and finales go, this one was a little lackluster. But I like where they're going, man. They still have me. And it's not, even though I joke around because I do a podcast, I have to keep watching. It's not about that. I like the show enough. If I really didn't like the show, I wouldn't keep doing this show. So... Sam, well, I agree with you, it wasn't the best premiere. And I can't agree with you sometimes, I guess, that the show itself is like an old friend who, you know, you're not that close with anymore, but you still have that connection, so you just keep going. Yeah. But there's still enough good in this relationship between me and Walking Dead that I'm gonna stick with it anyway. Because, yeah, there's some hit or miss moments, but overall, I still like the show. So, yeah. Jaina wrote, the season opener was great, and yeah, Gina, I, I liked it too, so I'm glad you like it, and I'm glad to see a little positive enthusiasm from Walking Dead fans, that doesn't happen all the time these days, so good on you, Jaina, keep writing in. Uh, next up on Facebook, I shared a post that AMC said Walking Dead has decades and decades of life left. Ralph wrote, as long as Daryl and Negan live, I would still watch the show. <laughs> and our friend Pedro wrote, a gif, 
of Marsha from Brady Bunch saying, Sure, Jan. Condescendingly. With a little roll of the eye. Um, okay, guys. I mean, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, Ralph, I agree. Daryl and Negan, my favorite characters. And Norman has said he plans to stay on the show forever. I don't know if Jeffrey Dean Morgan would, but, you know, it seems like he's only on the show for a handful of episodes, so for him to just be in Atlanta for a few weeks, maybe it's worth it. Anyways, I'm on board too. And finally, on the first two episodes of the season, our good friend Chris wrote, Hello and welcome back, you have been missed. I think the first two were a good way of healing the issues people had with Season 9. I agree. The structure in Episode 1 was similar to ones we've seen before, and Episode 2 provided more growth to our new antagonists. Overall, I hope this season continues in the fine tradition of the others, and also that Walking Dead podcast will remain a part of our lives for many seasons to come. Once again, welcome back, Chris in the UK. Chris, you're a champion, man. Thank you so much. Chris has been one of our longtime friends of the show. We've talked to him and featured his comments on our podcast multiple times. And what a swell guy. Yes, I agree, Chris. And kind of like I said with my comment about how things worked out, you know, with losing Scott and the way I ended up recording the first two episodes together, it actually kind of worked really well, I think, to me. Because the, the first episode set up everything from our protagonist side. The second episode showed basically the same time frame and a bunch of flashbacks to provide what's going on and where the antagonists are at this point. And then they bookend with that same shot of one of each of them, Carol and Alpha, locking eyes and going toe-to-toe, so to speak. Although they didn't actually go toe-to-toe, I, I know. But yeah, I I agree, man. I really hope the season continues in Walking Dead tradition and brings lots of cool twists and deaths and awesome stuff from here on out. And Chris, we're happy to have you, man. Thank you so much for supporting our little show, even just by throwing in comments. It really means a lot, man, so thank you. Alright fam, that wraps up our community comments section, and now it's time to talk about the ratings. The ratings for the premiere were not too great considering where we've come from, but it's still at the night on cable with 4 million live viewers. The second episode dipped slightly to 3.7 million watching live, but that was the night with the MLB Finals game on, so it took a big chunk of the TV viewers. While this looks bad guys, being series low ratings for a premiere and all that, let's try to stay positive. Most TV viewers simply don't watch live regular TV cable as much these days, pirating is up, the AMC app shows Walking Dead and gets a decent amount of viewers, and then there's DVRs and streaming services for cable that don't get counted. And with all that being said, the premiere still leads the cable ratings for the week, and the second episode with the major baseball playoff game was still only second place. I for one choose to stay optimistic, but maybe that's just because talking all about the news of stuff hopefully coming out in 2020 for the 10 year Walking Dead anniversary has me juiced. Only time will tell. And that's it for this week. Remember to have your comments and questions heard on the show. Email us at twdpodcast at gmail.com. That's twdpodcast at gmail.com. Or post a comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. Get a free audiobook and support our show by getting a free month trial from our sponsor, Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash dead today. Join the fight with Scott and I playing The Walking Dead No Man's Land. Not a sponsor. Yet. Fight alongside us by joining Death Squad Z in the game. Anyway, there's never been a better time to be... A nerd. So stay safe, Houston, Texas. And we'll see you back here for our next episode. Hike! And we thank all of you for not being here today. And not having this meeting with me or or being seen on your way out.
That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at PlayerFM.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, Audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. <laughs>